Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Half an Hour Podcast. If you're new here, my name is Jada Lynn, and if you're if you're returning, then welcome back. Um, today we have a special guest. Her name is Olivia. She's one of my friends, one of my besties, and we're going to be talking about toxic relationships. But before we get into that, we're going to do our rose, bud, and thorn. The rose is the high of your week. The bud is something you're looking forward to in the nearby future, and then the thorn is something you're just something that didn't go as planned or something that bad happened this week hi um so i definitely think my rose was getting to hang out with jada i do think i have a bud and is getting my next set of nails because i just love getting my nails done i have hello kitty nails right now and i'm definitely gonna try and get them done by jada because she seems really good like she knows she just like knows what she's doing you know i do <laughs> and then I think my thorn would have to be like first one of my gems fell off on one of my nails which is like made me want to cry and then second I haven't gotten to talk to my brother in a while because he's in the air force and he's at boot camp right now but he's graduating in November so I'm like so excited for that yeah <laughs> okay wait first of all I'm gonna put that gem back on your nail after this and I'm trying to do my nails. I'm trying to learn how to do nails, hair, and then my lashes. I already do my lashes. I just need to look, figure out how to do braids. And then I need to figure out if I can do nails. I just ordered a bunch of stuff. And my nail glue came today. So I'm excited to try it out. Um, but my rose of this week is probably getting to hang out with Olivia. And today was just, this week was just a really good week. I had like, like I was really productive and I got a lot of sleep. But then again, I didn't. You know, so I've been all over the place, but it's still been like exciting. And then my bud, um, I think my bud is just how soon Christmas is coming up. Like it's coming up so soon, and like the holiday seasons are coming up, and then it's gonna be my birthday. And then I'll be seventeen. It'll be my last year of being a child. I know. I know. I'm going to be an adult after that. I mean, I'll be a young adult, but still legally classified as an adult. So I'm definitely nervous for that. Um, I know it is. You can't really do anything, but you also could do like a lot. It's like a weird, weird age. It's like my parents won't have control of me, but I still have limits. And I'm going to be going to college soon. And I don't know. It's just so weird. Like, I've been trying not to go to college meetings because I'm like, I don't want it to seem real. Yeah. I'm not ready for college. No, literally me. Literally me. <laughs> See? I'm, but I'm excited. I'm excited for college, but I'm nervous. Um, and then my thorn of the week. Um, I've been tired. Yeah. I've just been exhausted from school. Like, I've had energy, but I've just been exhausted from doing the same thing over and over again. So I guess that part's just annoying. Um, but other than that, yeah, everything's been pretty good. So now we're going to get into the icebreaker of the week. And the question we decided on was, what's your favorite fall treat? So you could share first. Okay, if you've ever been to Trader Joe's, you'd probably see these, like, chips that are like halloween themed i call them boo chips just because like 
that's what we always call them in my house when we got them but they're these chips that are shaped like ghosts and bats and they taste like veggie straws and they're so freaking adorable that i just i melt like every time i see them every time someone brings them home i literally start crying like it's just they're so good and so adorable so if you ever go to trader joe's late sep mid to late september early october and you see them you have to grab them right away because they stop producing them after like the first week of october which makes me so sad like just produce them for the whole year please like for the love of jesus they sound um they sound okay i guess like i like veggie straws but i don't know the way you described it made it sound like baby food and kind of sounds disgusting but i mean i'll try them next time um you said they're like out of season when they go out of season like after october like they're stopped sold in stores but i have some at my house okay i'm gonna come over to her house and she also got her new room so i need to go over um but we're gonna get headed into our topics for today um the first question that we're gonna be talking about is toxic relationship stories and we have quite a few so we're gonna talk about that but we should talk about yours first since you're the guest okay guys so for the sake of this story i'm just gonna name this guy ramen you know because like just that's the first thing that pops in my mind so me and ramen like used to be best friends before we started dating and i i'd say we were really really good friends we were really close i had a little crush on him he had a little crush on me but i didn't believe he had a crush on me because i was just a little delulu um <clears throat> yeah i was very much delusional so i just thought he didn't and one of my friends like backstabbed me betrayed me and did something that she shouldn't have done um which is why i'm not friends with her anymore but i had it involved it involved ramen and basically me and ramen started like i guess kind of talking slash dating in the middle of the school first semester of the school month or like in first like what year 2022 so freshman year sophomore year year. yeah so this happened literally last year and we started like i would say dating because that's what i thought it was but i guess he didn't think that so he started talking to two of my friends and then i found out and um yeah i was really hurt and so i went off on him and he's basically his excuse was i didn't know we were dating which i thought was pretty obvious because i told you i loved you i asked you for your hoodie and i called you babe so i don't know what about that doesn't signify that we're dating but okay i I guess this was a situation ship um so we dated from that day forward we dated and it was just a mess his friends would make fun of me would make terrible jokes about me and he'd sit there and laugh and i told him multiple times like i'm not okay with this like you need to tell your friends to stop and they would never stop. They would continue to do it. So there was like one time I had broken up with him because I was just like, I'm so done with this. Like I'm, I'm mentally not okay right now because of this. And your friends are not making it worse or like are not making it worse. They're not helping. And it's like, they're making it worse for me. And it's just like, this is not fun to be in a relationship anymore with you. It's like really hurting me. So I broke up with him. We ended up getting back together. And this happened a couple more times throughout our relationship. And 
eventually it just became where he didn't listen to what I was saying. He kept telling me he didn't like the way my friends were carrying themselves. Just a bunch of nasty stuff about the people that surrounded me saying that I was telling them too much and listening to them too much when he was doing the same with some of his friends and his girl best friend at the time. And basically his girl best friend ended up going off on me, which is like, if you're in a relationship, I don't think you need a girl or a guy best friend. If you are a girl, you don't need a guy best friend. If you're a boy, you don't need a girl best friend. Your partner should be your best friend. Yeah. And so that really just was like, what are you doing, sir? But he just, his friend, girl best friend went off on me. And I was like, because I had posted something. The post wasn't even about him. It was about my biological father. And then she was like, oh, my bad. And it was kind of like that for a while where his friends would say something or do oh, something. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. Bro. Would say or do something. And I tell him, this is hurting me. They just did this. Like, don't tell them to, like, you know, you keep telling me to keep my friends out of the relationship. How will you keep your friends out of the relationship? I just became this whole big thing till finally in November. And this all happened in September. So finally in November, because we had been talking since, like, end of July, kind of. Um, or end of August. Actually, this happened in August. So this was like a four or five month thing that happened. Finally, November during Thanksgiving break, I told him like, you're doing this to hurt me. I don't want to like, you either need to change because you keep doing the same stuff. You're not listening to me. I keep telling you what's going on. I keep telling you all this important information. You keep talking to your friends. Your friends keep talking bad about me. You keep talking bad about me with your friends. You keep treating me like I'm nothing. You keep, your mom says terrible things to me and says terrible things about me. She's also stalking me. Like, why is this grown woman stalking my TikTok account? Um, and it just got to the point where I told him, you need to change this stuff or I can't be in a relationship with you. And he said, okay, I'll change. And I said, thank you. And then he broke up with me. So I was just like, okay. And then he tried to get back together with me. And basically, I just... I kind of didn't want to get back together with him. So later that day, and I feel I feel so bad for this, but I started talking to some other dude to rebound. And then that was a whole other toxic mess. Like, that was just terrible. And I think you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was, like, a, another thing. And um, that was another toxic thing. Like, he cheated on me multiple times. But, like... I'm not even mad because I knew he was cheating on me and he was kind of just a rebound. So I was just like, okay. I was like, it's fine, guys. Yeah. So that that's basically the little portion of the story. There's so much more that happened, so much more that was said, so much more that was done. That just really at the end of the day, I just couldn't see myself really being with anyone. That's why I'm so thankful for my boyfriend right now. He's like, he just healed me in so many different ways and he did not need to heal me. But he just picked up all the pieces and put them back together. Mm. And even though sometimes he's in his little sassy man being extra mood, he's oh, yeah, still like, like, yeah, like today. He still very much just like tries to fix it. Like I know once I get home, like he's going to be like, I got you something. Like I feel so bad for what happened. Mm. But my ex used to love bomb me a lot. But he, he doesn't do it in a love bombing way. He doesn't like his act of love or the way he shows love is like acts of service or mm-hmm. gift giving. Um, the way he needs love is completely different, but that's how he usually shows me love. Cause when he's angry at me, he does, he like, doesn't know how to handle his emotions correctly. Mm -hmm. 
and he doesn't know how to talk about it, so he just buys me something, or he'll be like, sorry, that was my bad, like, I apologize, Mm -hmm. but we never talk about it further, but it doesn't hold, like, it doesn't harness resentment for me anymore, Mm -hmm. like, I think it used to when I, like, we're in the first couple months, but I think now that we're, like, almost eight months, and it's just, like, doesn't even, so it doesn't even bother me anymore, because, like, I know we're gonna apologize to each other and come back to each other at the end of the Mm -hmm. day, because we're not toxic, we're just, we're just very, like, we're just very stuck in our petty way, like, we're both petty and sassy, that is just, like, (laughs) we're just, like, "Mm." but your turn for the story time, girly. (laughs) Um, my story, it's not all that, but my first toxic relationship, um, was this one guy, it was, again, a situationship, you know who I'm talking about, but I think you'll you'll get there. Um, but basically, I like this guy, and I didn't even know. He came up to me, and he was the one who told me he liked me. He was the one who came up and told me he liked me. He's also a Christian boy. So I was like, you know what? This is great. Like, I found myself a Christian man, and everything's just going to be perfect. No. So this guy decides that he just wants to start sending me pictures of him in that shower. But... It wasn't like anything. It was just like you knew he was in the shower. Like, why? Why are you sending me these pictures? The little chest hair. Yeah, like the little chest hairs. Like well, nobody wants to see that. And so then um, later on, um, he just started like being. At first, he was really nice, but then he started being more toxic. He started saying mean things, and he started like just talking to me like really rude. He's like, "Oh, you, you ugly girl" or whatever. He was cursing at me. He was calling the, me the N word. Like he's black, of course, but like still, why are you calling me that? He was calling me the B word, and I was like, "Okay, that that's a lot. That's a lot." So, anyways, um, I kind of stood with it because I was like, you know, this is my first relationship. This is maybe how it's supposed to go. And it's not that we were dating. We were kind of just like talking that's the other thing like he didn't gray area yeah he didn't make like he wasn't specific on what we were i assumed that we were just gonna like lean into relationship no he did not want to be in a relationship and he just wanted to like just mess around or whatever and so he was just he was being really mean being really toxic and eventually i kind of just got over it and i told him i was like look i don't like this i need you to stop doing this um, and I kind of just needed to take a break from him. So I just kind of stopped talking to him. But then later on, he hits me up for some, no reason. Like he hits me up because he's like, oh, I swear you're here at my church. What do you mean? I'm not even at your church. What are you talking about? It was the most randomest thing. And so then um, we were talking a little bit that day. And then he invited me to hang out. And I was like, okay, sure. So we went to go hang out. And he was acting like we were all cool again and like nothing happened. And then he ended up taking my phone and not giving it back to me. And I was like really pissed off because he would not give me back myself. It's like, if I tell you I want my phone back, give me my phone back. Like he had it for a good two hours. And so I couldn't like text my mom or anything. I couldn't text any of my friends. And I was like really getting upset about that. And then he, later on, he was like laying on my lap and I'm like, okay, so what, what is this? Like, are we friends? Or are we not friends? Like, is this a relationship? Then he's like, nah, I just, I just don't know what I want to be yet. Like, trust me, I'm not trying to lead you on. I'm like, what are you, what do you mean you're not trying to lead me on? You're literally leading me on. Yes, exactly. Like, you're literally leading me on. And so it was just like all these different things. And then finally, I just was fed up with him. And I was like, you know what? I just can't do this. And so I texted him and I was telling him this. Tell me why he leaves me on delivered for three days. Yeah. 
Usually. Yeah, exactly. Like, he just left me on red for three days and then replies with, okay, I understand. Mm. What? What's going on? So then after that, I was like, you know, I'm done with this guy. And then he texts me again. I had already deleted his number and he texts me again, like literally three months later. And he's like, hey, how are you doing? I was like, who's this? He liked the message. And then I was like, who is this? And then he liked the message again. I was like, oh my God. So I went back and I was like, maybe this is him. So I text my friend. I was like, hey, whose number is this? And then she was like, oh, it's him. I was like, oh yeah. Okay. And then I was like, look, you got some nerve texting my phone again. Like all this stuff, like you were seriously like doing a lot of damage to me. Like he was just saying like the meanest things and it really like made my self-worth go down. And so I needed to just deal with that. And then now we're just like, we're not friends. I don't talk to him. I don't plan on talking to him. I haven't seen him in a minute, but yeah, that was, yeah, that's my first toxic relationship and update with life. I'm still not in a relationship. So I'm a single and I think I'm just spending time with like getting to know myself more and trying to make sure I'm healthy before I get into a relationship and just make sure like I'm not going for any guy because I used to do that. I'm like, okay, well, this is a relationship. Let me try this out. But honestly, I shouldn't have been. And now I kind of just want something genuine and like someone who actually is going to care or like want to settle down because a lot of time guys are just trying to like mess around and they don't want anything serious. So it pisses me off. Um, But the next question I have is, what do you think are the signs of being in a toxic relationship or what are your signs? I think my signs or red flags, as a lot of people like to call it, I think it definitely is... They're friends. I feel like the people that they surround themselves with, like people, if the people they surround themselves with are known to cheat, are known to be really mean, really rude, talk crap, um, treat their girlfriends bad, I think that is a very big red sign and, like, sign that you're about to head into a, a danger zone. Mm-hmm. It says road worker head for a reason, babe. Um, Don't go on that road. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another one is definitely just, how involved they are with their mom i feel like it's one thing to be really good with your mom treat your mom really nice but it's another thing when your mom is literally obsessed with you yelling at your girlfriend in the car um i think that's definitely a thing and then i think another thing is just the way they talk to you when you get into arguments or how they act because i feel like I mean, it's one da- It's one thing, like, when they're being petty and they're stuck in their way for the moment. But if 30 minutes later, 40 minutes later, an hour later, they're still very, very rude to you. And I'm talking about they're calling you every name under the sun. They are basically being like, well, it's not my fault that this happened. You shouldn't have done this, this, and that. And they're blaming everything on you. And it's just, it continuously is just, Seems like every moment, every time you guys argue, it's getting worse and worse. Like the arguments are getting worse. Then that's your sign to leave. That is your sign. Once they start just trying to make an argument literally over the fact that you told them, hey, you hurt me like this. Especially if you tell them like you hurt me and they make an argument. They victimize themselves like you're done. Don't stay. Get out of that relationship as fast as you literally can because that is not okay for them to victimize themselves when you are actually the victim. And it's not like victim blaming or saying that you're the victim, but 
if you are hurt in a situation, you're bringing it to their attention so they can fix it and be better. And they're saying, oh, well, it's your fault because you said this to me and it angered me and it made me do this to you. And they're basically using you as an excuse to what happened. Then just leave. Just leave. Make it so easy for yourself and don't stay in that relationship. Especially if they're saying that this is happening within the first couple of weeks of you dating. Yeah. Because I know that is a thing where a lot of guys do that. Like the first week you date is so good, so special. The honeymoon period, especially like the first couple of months. Mm-hmm. And then once it like the first two months stop, like yeah. it, the honeymoon period ends and you're still continuously having arguments like that. It's toxic. I'm like, I'm so thankful that's not how it is with me right now. But, like... You guys have been together how long? Seven months. Right now. (sighs) Long time. I know, and we're still together, which is surprising, because usually I'll either break up with my boyfriends within, like, the first month, or we'll just stop talking. We'll literally just ghost each other, both. Which is... Yeah, we just, I don't know, like, God just really said, here you go, keep this one, like, you can't get rid of him. Mm-hmm. I've tried, guys, I really have. <laughs> like, sometimes I just self-sabotage, and I, I really did self-sabotage at points, and I was just like, oh, he's not leaving me, guys. Mm-hmm. I can't get rid of him, like, I can't do it, guys. Oh. I know, I love him. He's mm-hmm. so sweet sometimes. Sometimes he's a little devil. You know, Everybody <laughs> has to sometimes he's a little too petty for me, and it's like, how are you more petty than I am? Like, yeah. this doesn't make sense. Yeah, but it's all out of love. Yeah, it's the pettiness out of love and the pettiness out of I'm stubborn and you're stubborn and we'll figure this out later, but like we're just gonna be stubborn right now. You know? Like a little rhinocerosaurus. Rhinocerosaur. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is a rhinoceros? Rhinoceros. <laughs> rhinoceros. Is that how you say? It? I think so. Okay, yeah, those and elephants. <laughs> Or elephants Elephant. aren't hippos. That's what I'm thinking of, guys. Okay, okay. <laughs> Jada's term now. Time to take the mic from her. Um, but I agree with what you're saying. Like, how they treat you when they're upset. Like, if they're cussing you out and all this stuff, it's not a sign of a healthy relationship. What you guys should do is, like, if you guys realize that you're getting upset with each other, just take a cool down. Just take a break. And that's what you need to be able to become a healthy relationship. Because I read something, and it was like, it's not you against the other person. It's you and this person against the problem. And so I feel like that's a big one. Um, And then also, like, they should still be able to say, I love you, even if you're in a fight or an argument. (laughs) We need to live here. We're talking about this today. Like, you should be able to say, I love you, even if you're upset. Because your love for that person doesn't stop based off how they make you feel. You should always be able to love that person. And if the person's not showing up that way, then sometimes it can be toxic. Unless there's just like a thing. Like, yeah, everybody has to grow in that. I have to grow in that. I used to be really bad at that and now I'm trying to grow in it. And so it doesn't mean like break up with a person, but it's just something to talk you can talk about and like make sure that you're on the same page about. Um I think another sign of a toxic relationship. Um let me think. I think also how he treats his siblings like yes. yeah like if you're if he's a older brother to a little girl like if he's being rude to his little sister or treating her like trash or just anything like you just gotta be mindful because why are you treating a female like that especially your little sister someone who's younger than you why is a grown man talking to his little sister like that so just being aware and like even brothers I know brothers are different because they can be aggressive and they're just kind of like that 
boys will be boys. Yeah, boys will be boys. Yeah. And so I think that's okay. But just being mindful of how he's treating people around you. And even just like friends and regular people on the street. Like if your boyfriend's opening doors for everybody, that's sweet. If he's not and he's just like waiting for other people to do stuff. Or if he's littering, putting stuff on the floor. Because I had a relationship where he would just litter. And it pissed me off so bad. Because I don't know why it pissed me off so much. But... I hate people that litter. Like, yeah. Don't, like, why are you literally Just throw away the... Hard. Yeah, exactly. Take responsibility. I literally shove trash in my pocket and throw it away at home. Exactly. Like, if I don't have a pocket, like, then I'll just keep it in my hand. But I'm not going to just put it on the floor. Like, yeah. someone else is going to have to clean after that. So, that's um, another sign. I'm trying to think of what else. Um, oh, the way they talk about women is a big one. Yeah, I feel like men that like literally are like, oh, well, she's ugly or she's um or that girl looks like a H.O.E. Ho, 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 Christmas. Um, Or they like I'll be like, oh, she wears too much makeup. She's like, it's like, yeah, good. You have an opinion. You have a type. You know, you don't like girls that wear a lot of makeup. You don't like girls that dress like that. That's good for you. But you don't need to talk about it 24-7. Like, you really don't. You need. You don't need to be like, oh, she's so ugly. She's so ugly without makeup. Like, da 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 Like, it's one thing to be like, oh, like, you're so beautiful with and without makeup. Like, I think you look so gorgeous with both. But it's a completely another thing to be like, oh, I only like you without makeup. Or, like, you're only really pretty without makeup. It's just like... I or like when they're like oh why are you dressed like this or why are you wearing so much makeup it's like I'm not or who are you wearing that makeup for it's like exactly. I'm not wearing the makeup for you or for other men I'm wearing that for other women so they can look at me and be like god she her makeup looks flawless what is her base routine oh I love her outfit I wonder where she got it like I'm not here to inspire men to look at me a certain way I'm here to inspire women to look at me and be like I love her style I love the way she looks because the only attention I want if it's not the attention from you it's the attention from women because i want other women to look at me and be like wow she's really pretty like i hope mm-hmm. like little girls especially i want little girls to look at me and be like i hope to be like her one day yeah like i think that's such a big thing for me is like i want to inspire other women to dress the way they want to dress to look the way they want to look mm-hmm. and not be like oh i have acne i can't wear yeah. i can't wear that or yeah. i have stretch marks i can't wear that mm-hmm. like i want other women to look at me like even though i'm i'm skinny i used to be not skinny and I used to have a lot of bad acne, but I want other look women look to look at me and be like, she she has acne scars and she still she still wears makeup yeah. and her makeup still looks good even though she has acne scars. Mm-hmm. Like she had she has eczema, mm-hmm. but yet until she's wearing these um crop tops and these tank tops, mm-hmm. which if a couple years ago I wouldn't have worn. Like literally months ago, like I'd say my sophomore year. I wouldn't have worn any of the stuff I'm wearing now without, like, a jacket covering my body because I was so embarrassed about the way I looked. Mm-hmm. But, like, now it's, like, I realize, like, I'm giving other women I'm around a bad impression because they look at her and they're, like, oh, she's just like me. She's insecure. Mm-hmm. I want other women to look at me and be, like, she's confident. I want to be more like her. Yeah. So it's just more, like, I'm not wearing it for you. So don't yeah. don't say that. Yeah, I'm wearing it for myself and for other women. Like, I want to show other women, like, don't be scared of what you look like what you look like is totally normal there's so many people out there that look like that so like don't be embarrassed 
So, like, when men say that, and then you'll tell them that, too, and they'll be like, yeah, I still think you're wearing it for another man. Like, yeah. why do men have this ideology that women want to, like, their girl or whatever they like to call them. I hate when guys say my girl, too. Like, I'm not your girl. I'm your girlfriend. I'm your baby. I'm your wife. I'm whatever, but I'm not your girl. You know whose girl I am? My dad's. I'm my dad's girl. Um, I'm a girl's girl. That's a, that's the girl I am, but I'm definitely not your girl. So don't say my girl. That just gives me the ick sometimes. Um, but I definitely do think like they'll be like, oh, my girl is like dressing like this and all that, and they'll say like, oh, she's like she's like her friends are hoes, like they're all like this. And it's like, mm, okay, like I'm not dressing for a man. I don't really like men. Like I don't really like people. I especially don't like men because they're weird. So I'm dressing for women, even though I'm straight. I'm dressing for women because, like, who doesn't want to impress a really pretty girl? Like, come on now. Exactly. Like, I can even appreciate girls, but you, come on now. Like, LOL, YOLO. Oh, I love what you said about that. Um, we're gonna head into the next question, and so the next question is how to get out of a toxic relationship if you are in one. I love this. Okay, so Olivia's gonna share. Uh, well, besides, like, I mean, obviously break up with them, but I think because sometimes you get isolated, which is what happened to me is I got isolated. Like, I had no friends with a lot of my exes. Like, they really did isolate me from the world. Um, I think it's just when you realize you're in one and you realize, like, you're too scared to get out of one, number one, just be afraid obviously because you're gonna feel alone for a minute because you're so used to being with them talking to them all of that but just do it just do it because you are going to rebuild your community and you're gonna be back and better than ever but also reach out to those people you had before Mm -hmm. like your mom your dad your sister your brother and if you're not able to like he took your phone away or he did something like stuff crazy stuff I'm literally going to tell you, go to an internet cafe. Go to an internet cafe. Go to a library. Go somewhere. Go find a phone. I don't know how, like, it can be the hardest thing in the world, but you have to be, like, you have to have endurance for it. You have to have the drive and the passion to get out of that relationship. Mm -hmm. If you don't have drive and passion to get out of that relationship, you're never going to get out of it. You're just going to be stuck in that toxic cycle with that person. I think it's so important to find some connection to the outside world rebuild those connections with those people Mm -hmm. make sure that like you know you have your mom you have your dad or if you don't have them you have siblings or you have friends you have to have a community in order to get out of that relationship because if you don't have a community you're probably going to fall back into that relationship and trust me i know because when i didn't have a community i would break up with a person and get back together with them And then finally, I had a community tell me, like, my friends just tell me, you can't be with this person anymore. Mm -hmm. You can't be with this person anymore. If they're not going to change, you can't be with them. And that's when I finally just broke up with him. I was just, I broke up with him. And we did get back together because he told me he changed. And then he broke up with me. And it was, like, the best thing in the world. I'm telling you, you are going to feel so free after you break up with him. And a lot of the times, the guy's toxicity is generally because they want to break up with you but they don't want you like they 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 don't want to be with you but they want to be with you like they want to have you there but they don't want you yeah 
So a lot of the times it's them self-sabotaging. Like either they have a really good thing and they know it and they just they're self-sabotage or they don't want you, but they want you to be there. So yeah. they'll like sabotage it for you to break up with them. And then once they really realize, okay, I need her back, they're going to try to come back. But if they try to come back, block you should already have them blocked on everything. Mm-hmm. But if they come back and you don't have them blocked on everything, just be like, no, I'm good. Like, I'm good. I know my worth. I'm good. Mm-hmm. And you also have to learn your worth. Yeah. You really have to learn your worth. You're going to have to build your confidence back up. You're going to have to build everything back up. But just know your worth. Just know you are worth so much more than what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Passing it over to Jada. You said that really well. Um, yeah, leaving a relationship is so hard because it's like you feel comfortable with this person. And it's like a routine, but you really have to get out of it, like for your own good. And if you don't have a community, I would say like go to a church. Like you can go to a youth group and make friends there or make community there. Um, you can do clubs at school or you could just go out and just meet people like at the park or whatever. It's like you can meet people anywhere basically, but try to find your community. Um, and I would say if you're scared to get in the relationship based off what you think he's going to do, you honestly need to be out of that relationship even yeah. more because why are you scared of your partner? You shouldn't be afraid of what your partner is going to do if you break up with them. And if it gets that serious, like you need to tell someone like it should never go to that point. But if it does, like you need to get out of that relationship for your own good because you're just going to stay in it and then you're going to be living your life like in this relationship that's just unhealthy and it's not benefiting you. It's like, what point? What's the point of staying in the relationship? And I know it's really hard. It's much easier said than done, but at some point you just got to have to fight for yourself. Like you're going to have to fend for yourself as hard as possible. It's going to be really difficult, but you have to fend for yourself. Um, And then I would also say like, just pray about it. Like if it's something that's like, really bugging you or you don't know if you're ready to believe or you don't know if this is a relationship that you should be pursuing like just pray over it and ultimately like I feel like God's gonna just show you where you need to be if you don't need to be there then he's gonna pull you out if you do need to be there then maybe he's gonna keep you in there longer I feel like any relationship that comes with confusion and harm and anything else that's negative isn't from God and anything any relationship that comes with like confirmation and approval and like love and joy is something that can be from God. So just pray over it and just have your friends praying for you too. Because a lot of times your friends can see things that you can't because you're love blind or you're tied to this person and you have this emotional type of bond. If you wouldn't have your friend dating this person or your little sibling dating this person, then maybe you shouldn't be either because that just means they're not good for you. Um, but I feel like that's all that I have to say for that. Do you have anything else you want to say? Oh. Also, if they, like, they, like, hurt you in some type of way physically, especially oh, physically, yeah, physically. If they physically hurt you in some type of way, that is your telltale sign to, like, leave. But also, what I used to do is, like, I used to ask God, like, oh, send me, like, a purple Tesla. Like, I literally say a purple Tesla because there's not – you don't see purple Teslas. Like, you see a red, a blue, a white Tesla, but I've never seen a purple Tesla. And I asked him, like, send me a purple Tesla if this person needs, I need to, like, have this person leave my life. Like, I need to leave this person's life. And he sent me a purple Tesla. And you know what I did? I left that person's life. And you know what happened to me? I felt free. I felt good. So sometimes, like, just ask God, send me da-da-da as a sign. 
or God, if you pray, God will sometimes send you something like a a feeling, a okay. feeling, or a bee or a wasp, and just search up the spiritual meaning, and I will tell you, and I'll tell you what's going on, what needs to happen. You know, sometimes if, if you really need it, you can turn to tarot cards, <laughs> but don't go to the tarot card readings on TikTok. Go get yourself a deck and be like, God, show me what I need to do. And sometimes ask it a yes or no question. Do I need to leave this person's life? And he'll give you a yes or no answer. You know, that's all I'm saying because that's what I do sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, it might sound a little witchy, but it's not witchy, guys. It's really just me praying to God and getting a sign immediately instead of having to get that feeling or waiting. Because sometimes I feel like I get that feeling and it's not that feeling. Yeah. Like, you know when you get that feeling where it's like, oh, I think um, I think something bad's going to happen and then nothing bad happens? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes it's literally just you're getting just a random feeling because you're anxious or nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say, like, yeah, whatever you feel like works for you. I feel like God can work in so many different ways. Like, asking him for a sign is, like, that's okay. Like, you're allowed to ask God for a sign. Like, if he shows you something, then great. Sometimes he won't show you anything. And that's kind of where things get tricky. But you just have to trust them and trust that whatever's happening in your life is happening for a reason. Sometimes people are in there for seasons. Sometimes people um, are in there longer. It just depends. So I would just say like asking God for a sign, like if this is something that you're supposed to leave. Um, I know God has shown me like signs before, like not like a purple Tesla, but <laughs> I've definitely prayed like, okay, if this happens or if um something like this happens then maybe it means i'm trying to leave this relationship like i need to leave it or if they break up with me maybe that just means like it's time for me to leave so i would say asking god for a sign um the last question is how to heal from a toxic relationship so i've been in my fair share of toxic relationships um yeah i think with ramen as i named him earlier I think definitely what I did was just lean on the community that I had. And with one of my other exes, um, name him Strawberry Shortcake because he literally looked like Strawberry Shortcake. Um, with him, number one, I, I didn't have a community when I broke up with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to get a new community. I didn't go to school for a month because of him. It was just a really bad relationship for me to be in. Um, he was emotionally and physically abusive. It was just not good. But with him, with that relationship, how I healed was just affirmations. I I really wrote on post-it notes words of affirmations, mm-hmm. and I really turned to God. And when I had a community after, I really turned to them and talked to them about it. Mm-hmm. And I did a lot of self-care. I did a lot of self-care. I had just dyed my hair red because one of my other exes, I mean – he was also kind of toxic and he did some pretty messed up stuff but i dyed my hair red and then i had gotten with the shortcake and that was really bad for me wasn't a good move wasn't a good relationship so i just did a lot of self-care i really worked on myself and my self-image uh the way i did my makeup mm-hmm. my hair my outfits i really did a whole 180 like i could i completely changed into a different person and you know it didn't it didn't last long because some other stuff happened in my family that I also I had to heal from. But I definitely leaned on my community, leaned into God, leaned into self care, mm-hmm. 
And, you know, sometimes you just need to drink a warm cup of tea every single day to feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And or watch coffee. a little movie. Yeah, tea, coffee, whatever you like. Just mm-hmm. self-care, focus on yourself, love yourself, affirmations. Definitely be like, I'm a lucky girl. Like, you know, I'm I'm loved. Like, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes you really just have to keep telling yourself you're loved in order to feel it. Yeah. So, like, stuff like that. Um, I definitely agree with the self-care. I also think, like, therapy is a big thing. If you can't pay for therapy, it's okay. But, like, if you do have access to it, um, that's a great thing. Or just having, like, a mentor, someone who's older than you can, like, pour into you, like a life group leader, um, maybe your mom's friend, or just someone you know who's older that you can just process these things with. And even your friends, like, it's okay. But you also want someone who's, like, older, who's gone through, like, a lot of life that's been able to, like, heal from it and been able to like rebounce from it and still live their life. And so having that, I think um, community is definitely really important and having friends and prayer and like spending time in your Bible. Um, I think if you ask for anything in prayer, like you will receive it as long as you're showing up and doing the work and um, really focusing on God. So I think those things, and I'm trying to think anything else I would say. I definitely agree with like changing your whole appearance. Like sometimes you just need to change your whole self to get yourself out of that space. Sometimes you need to clean your room, reorganize your room, or go to a different school or go be in a different place. Cause sometimes it's really triggering being in those spaces where that person occupied and still being in them while you're trying to heal. It's kind of like you have a knife in your gut while you're trying to heal. It's like you kind of have to remove yourself from that situation and remove yourself from that area so then you'll be able to heal. So I definitely believe in isolating to a certain extent, isolating away from the things that bring up that person or trigger things about that person. Um, Not completely isolating because isolation is not good, um, but still removing yourself from those situations and those places where those things did happen or where it brings up memories. So that is it for today's episode. Um, We do have a call to action. So call to action is just think about relationship that you're in and decide if it's healthy. Maybe go through the list of things that we said. um, And if it's time for you to leave, start praying about it and start maybe asking for signs. And then if it's time for you to leave, it's time for you to leave. Um, so that's our call to action. And then next we're going to do our sp- our special quote and our little out-of-pocket moment that you want to share. Um, Olivia calls it the hot take of the day. So we're going to do that. Um, do you have anything? For a hot take? Yeah. Oh, girl, I have a hot take. Um, my hot take of the day is that the pumpkin spice chai latte is better than everything else on the Starbucks menu. I'm sorry, guys, but it's just my hot take because if you get it, the pumpkin spice chai latte the way I get it, I get it two pumps of cinnamon dolce, one pump of the pumpkin, and then one pump of uh, sugar-free vanilla. It is so good, guys. Like, you should get that order um, and ask for extra uh, pumpkin spice cold foam. Um, That's the best drink in the world besides the sugar cookie one. And, you know, if I'm back for Christmas, I'll tell you about that order. Cause that's really bust too. Like, don't play with my Starbucks orders. I always get a chai tea. So, you know, I, I got the chai tea specials that you could also do with like a regular latte, but I really like chai tea. So back to Jada. Um, my hot take is, 
I don't know. Like, I actually have no idea. But I do have a quote that I could say. Just give me a second while my freaking... Okay. Anyways, it says, Life becomes beautiful when you start treating yourself as well as you treat others. You deserve it. That means the way you treat yourself is also how you allow other people to treat you. So don't let people treat you down. Um, Know what you're going to take and what you deserve. And yeah. And my hot take is um, I really need to use the bathroom. Yeah. So that's it for this week's episode. I'm so glad that Olivia got to come on. We we really ate this episode up. Like we had a lot to say. It was really nice like having her on the podcast and she's going to come back definitely for sure. Um but I love you guys. Make sure to check out the YouTube channel. Still posting on there and make sure to check out um the suggestion box where you can submit like free questions, submit anonymous questions and send in things that you want to be featured on a podcast. So check that out too. Go follow the podcast Instagram and the TikTok. And I love you guys all so much. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.